0: Super dope. Hey, what's up? this sounds weird, it should. Because I'm in my car. I'm driving. I'm out doing some errands. Which is good because, you know, if you don't do those, people get pissed and they expect you to do things and and then you don't do them so then uh you know, so then you gotta do them all at once. So I'm out doing a bunch of shit at once today. But i uh, wanted to get the podcast up for you guys, um, at some point today, so I figured I'd do this quickly in the car. Good episode, uh, in my personal humble opinion, me and Leonard uh, tackling Dragon Ball Super Chapter 64, Son Goku of the Galactic Patrol, I believe is the title, uh, opening up these conversations for our patrons each month, so reach join us again this month uh, if you want to hear an uncut version of this conversation with like 30 minutes of pre-show you know, stuff, just us kind of catching up and all that uh, patreon.com slash dragonball super dope and if you sign up at that five dollar tier uh, that will get you the invite to next month's manga discussion so if you have some uh thoughts you want to get on the show all that fun stuff and you want to do them live with us while we record it good way to do it if not you can call us up leave us your thoughts 401-213-9596 uh, let's see what else. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Me and Aunt Gramulia from CBR.com will be doing our next uh, monthly Dragon Ball discussion on YouTube. I say it's gonna be on YouTube. I should, I should probably figure that out. Uh, get that going. But I'm gonna say that it's gonna be on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Dragon Ball Superdope. So go subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, that helps, obviously. But come mm-hmm. hang out uh, Sunday night. I think we're shooting for 8 p.m. Uh, what else? that's eight p.m. Eastern, by the way. Uh, what else? I think we got an extra bonus episode coming at you Sunday morning as well uh, for you Godzilla fans. Uh, me and Brandon breaking down um, Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, is the next uh, Godzilla film we're covering. Um, I think that's all the stuff I had to tell you. Hope your week's going good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hope your week's going good. And um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go up some ass, dude. can gonna be using a blinker? That's my blinker. You know, people think I'm a dick sometimes. But at least I use my blinker. Quite literally, uh, the lowest uh, barometer that you can use to uh, gauge someone's, um, you know, decency as a human is whether, whether or not they use their blinker. All right, I'm done talking about stupid car drive stuff. Driving stuff. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the week. Super dope. To Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. I am joined today uh, for our monthly uh, Dragon Ball Super Manga discussion by my friend Leonard. Leonard, how are you, dude? I'm doing great. I am Ultra Stupid Stinked. Yeah, yeah. I like that you changed your Zoom name for today's uh for today's conversation. Good times. Uh Ultra Stupid Stinked instinct is what stupid stinct? i can't even say the the thing ultra stupid stinked. Okay or as the japanese would say ultra stupid stink no that's not what they'd say they'd say magate no bakana or something like that something like that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> magate no goku instead of that it'd be dumbass, dumbass. Um, All right, word. So for our monthly manga chapters, this is now month two. What we're doing is we are extending an invite to a small number of our patrons to come hang out with us and uh, basically sit in and listen and give some of their thoughts uh, periodically throughout the discussion. Uh, So we are joined again this month by our buddy all the way from the worksite in Australia, Reese. How are you, dude?
1: Good, brother. Good. How are you?
0: I'm, you know, doing a manga chapter review with you two goons again this month, so I'm right where I need to fucking be personally.
1: Could be worse.
0: I didn't mean to call you goons. That was a that was a rude word that I called you guys. But you yeah, know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys have definitely been called worse. Um, so a couple of quick housekeeping items off the top. Guess who came and hung out with me on Friday? It was Brandon. Brandon came over and we watched uh, the next Godzilla movie. We'll be doing a pod on. It was King Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Um, Sounded worse than I meant it, but it was a pretty great movie. Um, I have a lot of strong opinions and thoughts on it. So that'll be a special extra episode coming out in the next couple of weeks or so. Um, In addition to this manga thing that we're doing tonight... We've also been doing conversations with Ann Cremoulia from comicbookresources.com each month. One of those is happening, I think, next weekend. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We usually do those live streams on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash dragonball dope Um, and in the not so distant future, I'm thinking maybe first or second week of October, doing that uh vintage dragon ball uh, episode with SS Goshen 4. And talking about all those 90s Dragon Ball toys that I am uh, such a passionate nerd about. Um, So, yeah, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube, go do that now. YouTube.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. I can say that now because we we have over 100 subscribers. So go us. Anyway, um, real quick before we move on to the manga chapter. Thanks to the people who uh, checked in on me last week after I made those announcements and then told you why making episodes has been hard lately. Thanks for checking in. You guys are the real MVPs. I know I'm kind of saying that facetiously a little bit, like at least in a tone of uh, like humor. I, I do mean that genuinely. But you know me. I can't um, be serious about things most of the time. So thank you. And we're moving on to Chapter 64 for Dragon Ball Super, uh, Chapter 64, Sungoku Goku, Galactic Patrol Officer. So there's, it's a very action-heavy chapter, as most of these chapters in the last few months have been. I don't think it'll be a particularly long uh, chapter synopsis, but just going off the top, real generally, I know that I wasn't particularly thrilled with this chapter, but I think maybe I've got a little bit of reason to stop being a bitch about it. Um, If you are on the Patreon, our pre-show chatter, Leonard kind of set me straight on a couple of things. We'll talk about that. Um, But Reese, I already know how Leonard feels about things. Reese, did you enjoy this chapter this month or what, man?
1: Nah, bro, it was rubbish. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Straight rubbish. I think they, re, they rehashed a few things from a couple of the movies. I noticed.
0: Australia sounds like it's full of criminals right now. Is that true?
1: Uh, I'm working at a hospital, so it's just the uh, ambulance.
0: Oh, all right. That's actually way better. You know, you know what co- country is full of criminals? Which one? America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Our country was founded by criminals. Where exactly. all the convicts got sent.
0: It's true. Fucking British imperialism, man. What a bitch.
1: But, um, yeah, no, I thought it was rubbish.
0: And you thought that there was some callbacks to the revival of F stuff, uh, the Frieza saga stuff, with yep. how Moro was going to blow shit up? Is that what it was?
1: Yeah. He's just going to do what Frieza did crack the shits, have a tantrum, try blow it up, and then I'm surprised I didn't get Weiss to jump in and press reset again.
0: Yeah, I was kind of actually waiting for that a little bit. Um, Leonard, um, you, my friend, had a very positive reaction to this chapter. Uh, generally speaking, what, what'd you think?
2: Uh, I will say that I thought it was pretty good. Um, Story wise, it's decent. Like, it's nothing that was like, oh, okay, that's super, like, that's really good. Like, I enjoy it very much. It was more what got me were the fight scenes and then the ending, which we will talk about.
0: Okay. So, this chapter is picking up off of um, 63, obviously, is the number before 64. So, in chapter 63, just before Maris does his best, Paul Walker and fades away into the sunset, he takes away all of Moro's, like, uh, I don't know, advantages over Goku. Um, and that he has the absorbed power um, and the ability to continue to absorb power and have the other things up inside of his, uh, his little uh, forehead piece there where he stored the powers of 7-3 and Gohan and Piccolo. Merus took care of that for us, and uh, because he has um, you know, gone against the will of the angels or whatever and fought for you know, peace within the universe, he has uh, vanished into nothing we saw at the last chapter, Goku was about to transform. It was about to be ugly. And I'd say maybe the first uh, quarter of the chapter, maybe is Goku working toward that. Um, he does have like this weird little conversation with Maris before it ha- excuse me, with, um, with Jocko before it happens. And Goku stops and asks him the question very like, po- like out of the blue, like hits pause on the fight says, Hey, Jocko, what was it that made you join the galactic patrol? And I don't know. I, I think Jocko a funny character and I like that Toriyama, you know, worked him in from, uh, you know, the, the galactic patrol manga that he did for him while dragon ball was on break for 15 years. But I, I didn't expect to have like a-, a, heavy moment like this hinge on Jocko. I I Jacko's typically a funny character. It's not to say he like played it off all too lightly or anything. He did okay with basically um you know telling him that the reason was he wants to protect the universe and you know keep the balance of peace or whatever. Goku agrees and says, um yeah, that's what I thought. That's the shit I'm into as well. I think this is also the shit that Maris was into. Cool. We're all on the same page. I'm glad that we're all space cops together. Go space cops. Leonard, how'd you feel about the Ghost Skate? Leonard, how did you feel about the Go Space Cops uh, cheer before Goku puts an ass whooping down on the Goat Man?
2: Uh, definitely, I'd say it's something out of left field for me. Um, the fact that definitely Toriyama really just threw that in. To me, it almost seemed un Goku like, but at the same time, I'm like, Huh? You know, I could see Goku doing that. Just part of the reason because it's something I feel like with this chapter, something I realize is that it's growth for Goku. We've seen him kind of grow, but this one, it feels like it's more of a personality. Like he's actually maturing in a sense.
0: What makes you say that?
2: Well, part of the reason is because, you know, he was getting angry. He was getting sad. He's, he had these two big emotions, anger and sadness, which, of course, when you've seen Goku angry, hence uh, going back to the Goku Black Zamasu arc uh, for the anime, actually, when uh, Zamasu describes how he killed uh, Chi-Chi, Goten, everyone, that, you know, he was just angry. And, like, he got to a point where it was like, he got calm but it was calm angry like he still had to like kind of hold back against him being being angry himself and with this part I actually felt that with Goku speaking it was more like he was trying to find the other reason to bring himself centered into like where he is and to Uh, Do what Wiese had been, uh, or sorry, not Wiese. What Maris had been telling him to do, which was just be calm when you're in this state.
0: Yeah, I could see a little bit of that. I think, uh, I think the biggest part of Goku is like, um, I think the weirdest part about this conversation that he has with Jocko is at the end of sixty three. You have that shot that's like reminiscent of him on Namek about to turn Super Saiyan for the first time. It's like from behind and his head's down and his fists are clenched in that way where it's like Krillin just got killed. He's about to turn Super Saiyan. Except this time it's 25 years later, 30 years later, and it's Ultra Instinct. So when he goes to chapter 64 and he just kind of pauses like that vibe, like... I, I just felt like there wasn't there wasn't really much consistency from the end of last chapter to the beginning of this chapter. So to have this conversation with a character that it's it's not like he's asking Vegeta uh, something about you know why he does something. He's asking Jocko, a guy that a character that we don't really think about a whole lot, but I guess is like our only last link back to Maris now, due to the Galactic Patrol and Goku still repping the Galactic Patrol. Gee. So, um, I don't know, just a little, I I guess it's kind of a pacing issue, I I think. Um, It's not that I didn't like it. I actually kind of like that they gave Jocko and Goku this moment. I I like it a lot. I just wish it would have came maybe a little bit earlier in the chapter or something. Or or a little bit earlier, excuse me, in the arc. Um, But also, I I, I don't know, I guess I can kind of see why it's there just to be able to have the call back to Maris. I, I don't know. Um, I guess I'll have to read it for a third and fourth time and, uh, and see how I feel about it from there. One of my favorite pieces of this chapter is, uh, the way in which Wees and Beerus are observing the fight from the sidelines and a lot of the praise that Beerus throws Goku's way. Um, they both sort of know, like, uh-oh, here it comes. Here comes the perfected ultra instinct, I believe is what uh, Whis calls it. Um, And when Goku starts putting an ass-whooping down on Moro, they have a cool little flash, you know, back to them on the sidelines. And Pierce is like, GD, this guy fights like a god. He fights godlike. It's amazing. And Whis lets him know, like, hey, it's weird that you're... uh showing some respect to this earth guy. He says, nah, man, props to do what props to do. Um, what'd you think about this, uh, this, this Weiss? Because with them hanging on the sidelines, I fully have been expecting them to interject and interfere and maybe solve this for them um, at a certain point. Uh, how'd you feel about Weiss and Beerus in this one?
2: Uh, definitely. I, I That was definitely one of the things I really did enjoy about uh, this actual uh, chapter. Um, I definitely, I I had a feeling like as soon as I was reading it, I was like, okay, this is where they're really deciding they're not going to go and actually intervene. And I like that because it seems that uh, Toyotoro and uh, Toriyama understand, or at least it seems like they are understanding in a sense, uh, don't bail out the humans for the gods. Like, don't do it. We, we want to see humans or Saiyans or the Mechians, whatever, deal with their own things. And to me, I think that's a good thing because going back to, let's uh, say... maybe beginning, The beginning of Super. Yeah, going back into another earlier part of Super where Weiss was like, oh, asking Vegeta, oh, do you want to be a god of destruction? Because Whis was hinting... Yours is getting a little soft.
0: Yeah, I don't know if he was saying he was getting a little soft. That's actually one thing that's always sort of bothered me about that conversation is they ask Goku and Vegeta both, like, oh, you guys would be great candidates for the next God of Destruction, but they never give any clear indicators as to why we need a new God of Destruction, whether that be because one's retiring we get a little bit of uh, a touch of it when we find out that topo is taken over for belmod or vermouth depending on the translation you're reading and the tournament of power that clown looking motherfucker is going to be taken over by the mustachioed thickman uh mr top or topo in the japanese and i just got the idea that it was because belmod was kind of all set like he was just he's done it for a few thousand years and He's just tired of it. Like before that though, they didn't give a clear indicator as to why Beerus wouldn't be the God of destruction anymore. I think it's interesting that Beerus did describe his fighting as godlike in, in this chapter today, though, given what you just said for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um,
2: I mean, for also the other thing I would say that, uh, I really did enjoy about the whole Beerus and Weiss talking, um, was definitely the fact that, just uh, like how you said, yours was giving credit to Goku, and we brought it up. It's just like, oh, you're giving him credit. Yeah. And uh, I think, in a sense, I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure. This is just what I'm thinking off the top of my head. But in a sense, I feel like that maybe there might be something where. Beerus might be doing another fight with Goku or might be building up something to where Goku and Beerus may be up to a fight.
0: I would love to see those two have a rematch. I don't know if that's what they're building toward. I I hope that they're kind of hitting that. Um, the level of fighting that this guy now possesses uh, is something that can no longer go under the radar of the Grand Priest and the grand priest is going to be real upset now that one of his uh children granted the child with the worst fucking haircut maris has since dissipated out into the sunset because he decided to help these earthling clowns get rid of moro i feel like they've reached a level now with their powers where that dude who is seemingly in charge over zeno has no choice but to uh what to say something about it. I hope that's what they're hinting towards, but that could just be me um, hoping for things that'll actually never come in Dragon Ball. So, who knows, dude? Who knows? Um, At that point, after learning more about why Jocko uh, joined the Galactic Patrol and kind of affirming that, you know, the three of them are all space cops for the right reasons, um, Goku confirms that, or, like, Basically says, he's like, oh, he's still with me, man. He's in here. He's in my heart. He did it for our universe. He did it for us. So then he he then proceeds in his perfected ultra instinct form state. That's the other thing. A lot of people have been like, oh, it's a form. It's a trans. It's a transformation. It's kind of both. The end. It's kind of both. Don't read too much into it. It's a cartoon made for fucking 10 year olds. It's kind of both. Um, here is my question for you though, regarding that transformation, Leonard and Reese, I want to ask you too. So I'll, I'll start with Leonard and then I'll ask Reese, um, at the end of 63, Maris takes care of Moro's, um, little absorby things and, you know, beats him up pretty badly and then fades away. And now Goku's doing cleanup. Goku Imperfected Ultra Instinct whoops the shit out of Moro pretty convincingly. Given the fact we know that Moro had his most um, advantageous abilities taken care of by Maris in the last chapter, do you guys feel like it weakens the ass-whooping that Goku put on him in this chapter at all? Because I kind of felt like it might have. Uh, Leonard, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, I... Definitely. I, I can see where you're coming from on that. And I, I. it's not that I can't disagree. It's not saying I could agree either. It's just a big question. And it's something where I feel like maybe Toyotaro and Toriyama are both agreeing at this point. Like, okay, let's not have people try to read into it too much, you know? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know who's obviously going to win. Let's not and have Kyle fucking worry about it too much, you know? <laughs> In a sense, or at least that's—I mean—I think that's maybe what Toyotaro and Toriyama wanted to do. They didn't want people to think like, "Oh, don't think this, don't think this," you know. Like, um but I would like to say yes that
0: Maris did definitely weaken it because again, he doesn't have his access to his powers. Then again, though, now that I've now that I thought about it for the last thirty seconds, and all that bullshit came out of my mouth. Like, it's not like he it's not like he's struggling to what Moro's asked, you know, to put it like he's, you know, blah, 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 talking smack. Hey, man, I'm doing this because I can think without moving or move without thinking, rather. Um, it's not like he's not sweating, you know. So if he was like sweating against a weakened Moro, then maybe that weakens or like lessens uh, the power of or, or, or like the reputation of maybe um, perfected ultra instinct. So maybe this isn't on. I don't know, man. I just want to see ultra. I want to see perfected ultra instinct do a a thing against an impressive opponent. I guess, right? Because you you have to imagine this is uh, this ultra instinct we see in this chapter. You have to imagine is probably leaps and bounds above the one or the version of it that we saw against Jiren in the Tournament of Power, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Of course, that that will lead into a question I have later.
0: Well, uh, Reese. Um, w- before we move on to to Lena's next question, Reese, what do you think of uh, perfected Ultra Instinct Goku beating up a poor little goat man after he'd already been had his ass whooped by a dude with a terrible haircut?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm still real conflicted on that. I reckon um it's still gonna be something up his little goat sleeve, <laughs> like uh, little fucking another freezer thing. Are you gonna try to blow up the world? It will have some little hidden power or something that'll come out. I mean, I don't know, it just seems like overkill to have the uh, the new uh, the new form or technique or whatever now that he's already weak. Like what's the point of it? Unless something bigger is gonna happen so he can actually use it to its full potential.
0: Well, I feel like they sort of uh, touched on that a little bit in this chapter. There is a portion where, you know, more I was like, hey. You know, fuck your planet. I eat planets. <laughs> I'm about to eat this planet. And yes, did a Frieza. Yeah, exactly. He does the Frieza that we talked to that you talked about at the beginning. That's the that's the revival of F callback. So while Frieza was just gonna explode, you know, the planet, explode the planet, destroy the planet is probably a more um correct way to say that. Uh Moral put his thing in to be able to consume the energy or whatever. And Goku was just like, nah. One of my biggest beefs with the chapter, and I guess I feel better about it now, although here's what happened, guys. All right. I was reading this chapter today at a birthday party for a nine-year-old girl. And I said, you know what? Fuck cake. Fuck this pinata. I have not read this chapter yet. Excuse me. Well, I excuse myself for several moments to be excused. And I'll well, did me you
1: read it all to the kids?
0: nah dude i couldn't read it to the kids i had to read it to myself first and i got to this point where he's in this perfected ultra instinct and he goes Moro goes to charge him and he throws up his two hands and like pauses him in midair and i was like and i dropped my phone and i was like
1: what the hell this
0: motherfucker's got telekinesis now that's cool. I'm real glad that they're just bringing out telekinesis again for the first time in Dragon Ball in like 25 fucking years. I didn't realize this is the kind of shit that was happening. Is it telekinesis or telepathy? I'm pretty sure it's telekinesis. Telekinesis is the ability to move things with your mind. Telepathy is to be able, is to, be able to communicate with your mind. Am I right? Can anybody can confirm that for me? I think you are right. I hope I'm right. Otherwise, I just sounded uh, uh, super dumb. Like, dumber than usual. So, assuming I'm right, I saw this pause, and I was like, this motherfucker's got telekinesis again, and I dropped my phone. And Jimmy was in the room with me. It was for Jimmy's stepdaughter, Abby. Um, Jimmy's like, what the fuck just happened to you, dude? I was like, Dragon Ball, don't worry about it. You don't know how to read. But I talk about it with Leonard on the pre-show uh For the Patreon, if you are one of our patrons and you want to sit in on this discussion with us next month, like uh, Reese is doing tonight, um make sure you go sign up. Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. We're talking about it on the pre-show thing, kind of getting our ducks in a row for this official real podcast thing that I'm saying is a podcast. And um I bring up this little telekinesis bit. And he's like, hey, idiot. He didn't call me an idiot, but you may as well have Leonard. He's like, he does that in the Broly movie when he's Super Saiyan God. And he pauses him and he tries to talk to him about how things are cool on Earth and how we don't try to blow shit up on each other because that's not very cool. So the reason I initially had a problem with it, not remembering that scene, was because I felt like it kind of gave or set like a dangerous precedent for what you can and can't do with mastered ultra instinct, but apparently it's a thing that one of these god forms has already, you know, allowed them to use again. It's it's not even a technique that it, there are certain techniques in Dragon Ball that are very reminiscent of this technique. Master Roshi as Jackie Chan in the 21st world tournament uses one against the werewolf man, it's a binding technique. I can't think of the Japanese name, but I think it's something in the vicinity of Bangku Ken or something like that. That probably just massacred that so badly. Um, I thought it was something in that vein. Like, Goku's used that in the past. It's not necessarily like a telekinesis thing. I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I thought maybe all of a sudden Master at Ultra Instinct had a whole new level of powers that the fanboys just aren't ready to fucking fight about, you know? But Leonard, thankfully said, Hey idiot, this has already been something that the fanboys have been dealing with for several months and you've been checked out because you're depressed. So why don't you get back in this Dragon Ball fandom and learn about Goku's fucking ins and outs of a super saiyan God form. And then his super saiyan God, super saiyan form as well. And then his UI omen, slash sign form, and then additionally after that, his ultra instinct form and then his perfected ultra instinct form. Why don't you do that? Fucking nerd. Alright, I'm done talking to myself. How you feeling, guys?
2: Oh, uh, you know, just uh, your, uh, your uh, context of that story is hilarious. <laughs> um, but just to give some more reference to people, uh, to anyone who's watched the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie, And to people who haven't, uh, to people who haven't, um, watch it. It's amazing.
1: If you haven't, Uh, fuck
0: you.
2: Exactly. Uh, people who have, um, to basically explain where we're talking about, it was when he's, Kyle explained it really well, but, um, to basically explain it to go more detail, uh, it's after the Vegeta fight, uh, Goku's about to go in, uh, to fight. He fights in Super Saiyan and then they get to the ground again, uh, this is where uh, Broly's about to start charging at him. Goku releases his energy from Super Saiyan and turns into God, and then puts his hands out, looking like a, uh, like almost a Kamehameha, uh, and then freezes him. Now, the freezing is supposed to be, I, I believe, his chi or ki, however you want to say it, uh, sort of unwrapped him like wrapped him up in his key and then paused him in a certain stance so that he could hold him down and try to calm him
0: down in that sense. So basically um, I'm just bitching about telekinesis. Cause I got the X-Men and Emma Frost on my brain. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I have a tendency Frost. to, I do. I like Emma Frost. <sighs> you ever play the game? Marvel strike force, dude. <laughs> Don't play it because you'll get hooked on it. That's the other. That's the other announcement I made on my boohoo podcast last week. Where the fuck my Marvel Strike Force players at? Come on, guys. Nobody plays Marvel Strike Force out there. I ain't got no fucking secret whales or secret krakens out there looking for an alliance. What the hell? God, don't download it, Leonard. You'll become obsessed and lose. I would
2: tell my best not to, because I already have uh, two games I'm already obsessed with, and they're oh. both Dragon Ball, and they both cost money.
0: <laughs> oh, you play Legends, too, dude? Yep. Holy shit. I actually read, uh, and I, I'm saying this for the listener, um, I re-downloaded my Dragon Ball Dokkan account a couple of weeks ago, basically just to send screenshots of my roster to Leonard. <laughs> uh what'd you think Leonard uh it hasn't been touched in probably a year and a half or so but uh given the given the roster that you saw uh any initial thoughts
2: oh I loved it it was amazing I think uh definitely has more potential and you could probably sell it for
0: money just saying oh yeah people still do that on Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. what do you think an account like that could fetch me (laughs) in the vicinity of what like a hundred dollars (laughs) a thousand dollars
2: you could probably you could probably sell it from as low as thirty dollars to probably the highest, maybe about two fifty, maybe a little bit more. I do have I mean, a of lot course, of course uh, that's just my range. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do have a lot of SA maxed out attacks, uh, super attacks maxed out for my uh, my fusion characters, my Vegitos. I got that that orange Vegito dude with the counter, Vegito Blue. One of the best units in the game. I imagine it still is. I don't think it is. Maybe. I don't know. Nah, you haven't seen the new ones. Yeah, you're right. I haven't seen new ones in a minute. I'm trying to think what was some of the units I was working toward when I kind of quit and moved over to Marvel Strike Force. But I'm having a tough time. I don't think I ever did an LR on my Androids. I know I was working toward that. I don't think I ever actually unlocked it. I might have. I don't remember it got to a point dude where i had this really good rainbow fusion team of like you know like two Gogeta, two two different Gogetas or something and two different vegitos and something else and then you you've partner up with your friends and i have like you know two tech vegitos or two physical vegitos i don't know the game got fucking boring bro it just took so much time
2: it it's a lot of times, a lot of energy, it's also a really big grind. Uh, but of course, like when you get, I say when you get the unit you want and then you actually talk to other people of the community and they like help you out with it, it definitely can be better. It can definitely make the experience more fun. I will say this, do not ever join the Dragon Ball Dokkan Facebook group. They are <laughs> nothing but toxic. There are some people who are helpful, but most of them are toxic. But
0: anyways, Yeah, most of them just join that group to make fun of you for asking questions. Exactly. Like, for example, hey, what's the best team? I literally had five comments saying, just
2: read their abilities. And I'm like, I've read their abilities, but you know what I want to know?
0: Who should I put first? I want to know your experiences, (laughs) personally speaking. Um, Yeah, people are dickheads. People do the same thing in the MSF groups as well. Um, Anyway, mobile game talk aside, you need a Marvel Strike Force Alliance, Order of the Midnight Suns, baby. We're looking. Um, Beerus, uh, in the next piece, after Goku does this non-telekinesis thing that I just ranted and was pissed about for several hours today, um, that's when Beerus pays the the actual respect of, you know, super um, fighting of pay... Paying the respect of Goku, um, you know, fighting like a god, godlike, I think is what he says. And then he lets him know, all right, finish him. Like, literally gives him a a Shao Kahn, Shang song. finish him. And uh, he needs to go eat, you know? So finish it up. Goku pauses and asks Jocko, hey, wasn't this dude sentenced to death? And Jocko says yes. and, And then asks him, I think... I don't think this is this is the exact quote, but he says something to the effect of, will you do the deed? Definitely uses the word deed. And Goku decides, I think, yes, but he decides that he does not want to do it as a member of the Galactic Patrol, but rather as an Earthling. So he rips off his gi, and now... Uh, He no longer has that insignia and he's just an earthling, whatever. And nobody really knows what the fuck that means there. Everyone around him all seems just as confused as I am right now. And Weiss says, uh, did he just quit the galactic patrol? And then Beerus does his best Han Solo and says, I have a bad feeling about this. So To be honest, I went into this chapter this month fully expecting it to be, maybe not fully expecting it, but I'd say 80%. Like, this is going to be the last Moro chapter. Holy, wow. Finally, Goku's about to punch a hole through Moro's sternum, and we're on to the next arc. But no, we're going to have chapter 65, where I hope Moro gets a hole punched in his sternum. However, it's got to be some kind of trickery. There's no other reason to stretch it out to a, another chapter unless there's something else up Moro's sleeve. Um Leonard, do you have any kind of predictions for cuz this dude's very much on the ropes. Like what realistically could he have left to throw at Goku? Uh, do you have any predictions for the next chapter? With what this last, hopefully, last leg of the fight is going to look like between Moro and Goku? Um,
2: I do have some predictions when it comes down to it. Uh, the one thing I did want to say about that last part: um, when Goku asked Jocko about, "Oh, do you like? Do you want me? To, are you gonna do the deed?" and then Goku just mm-hmm. rips off the shirt and everything. First of all. I almost I almost shit myself because I was like
0: that was the part that gave you goosebumps when he ripped his shirt off to rip, to fight as an Earthling.
2: I part of the reason why because I was thinking either two things. Of course, this is just right after I read it, but there's other things after that um, when I had more. Com- like I actually thought about it and really just thought, okay, well, what do I think is really going to happen? Um. I said to myself, I was like, Goku hasn't necessarily killed in a very long time.
0: It's true. I'd say I, had that, I had that time, same thought myself, actually.
2: The only time I could really think about the times he killed was in Dragon Ball itself yep. uh, and maybe two times in Z. Uh, Frieza being one of those times technically... And then uh, I guess the other time it would be Kid Boo.
0: Yeah, and then you know Raditz. but uh, he was Raditz, like a, yeah. a team, a tag team on Raditz. But um, yeah, that sounds about right. A Yakon fucks Yakon up pretty bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but the part where uh, that that part I was just like, oh man, like what is he gonna do? And I was thinking at that point okay he has two options either he's going to continue to go through ultra instinct and this is kind of what what a prediction of the next chapter may be Mm -hmm. um because i have three ideas of this okay Uh, first idea is he runs through all ultra instinct and completely destroys moro first and then destroys his body uh do oh, you think? Remember, right. Super. Because remember, Super. After he was about to get Jiren off, all of a sudden, pause. Uh, <laughs> you see, just all of a sudden, his body just shuts down, repels everything, and just he lays like as if he can't do anything. His body just tapped out. Um. So that was one prediction I had. Second Do you one think is,
0: maybe his body might give up the give up the fight in the next uh, the next chapter? Possibly next couple chapters. Interesting. Um, that would be interesting to see. I can see some reaction
2: shots of, of course, Gohan and everyone else. Like, there about is one
0: it. shot in this dude where there was a moment. It it like almost always works out perfectly. There's always a moment when Vegeta's not heavily featured in a chapter where I'm like, hey, where the fuck's Vegeta at anyway? And then boom, there he is. And the one panel he's in today, it's like Goku and Go, excuse me, uh, Gohan and Piccolo observing the fight and Dende healing Vegeta. And I was like, ooh, maybe Vegeta is about to step in and help out at the end here. But I was like, nah, Goku's probably got this shit wrapped up. But maybe Vegeta does get another swing at this thing next month. If uh Goku has a, a body failure shutdown, like you're saying, that'd be Ooh, I wouldn't hate to see it. Just going to say. Yeah. um, Um, So that's one of your three predictions. What are your other two? Yes.
2: The other one was that uh, I see Goku actually just going out of Ultra Instinct. Just going out of it. And then he tells Moro, get up. We're going to have an actual fight.
0: Get up, bitch.
2: You're going to not use your powers. I'm not going to use mine. And I'm going to take you down. That's that's dumb. That's not going to happen. What's your third one? My third one is we see Goku really beating the shit out of Moro. Like, worse than any. Like, it's going to be like Broly, the Broly movie, but instead it's Goku tomorrow. And we may see Beerus actually jump in
0: and try to stop Goku. Nah. Sorry. Your first one sounds really intriguing though.
2: <laughs> I mean, definitely but part of the thing I was thinking about is they're not going to end it next chapter. They're definitely not. I thought they were going to end it.
0: I thought they could have ended it this chapter and it would have been fine.
2: Mm, they're not going to do that. I think they're going to go on at least 3 more chapters. The second one will probably be two, the second chapter to come out will probably be the last of the fight. But then the third one would probably be like a sentimental thing where it's like everyone's talking and everything like that.
0: So the way the last chapter ended, excuse me, the last arc ended, it was weird. Because like the thing with the Tournament of Power arc when it was transferred to the manga was, I mean, the same problem we had with the anime was that we all knew Universe 7 was going to win. But they changed just enough things in the manga to make it interesting still. When it gets to the end of the fight, it's like a it's like almost like a transition chapter. Like the first half of the chapter is the end of the tournament of power. And then the second half is them like back at the Capsule corp house, but like at the same time, like the Galactic Patrol stuff starts to happen at the same time. It's um kind of weird how quickly they shift, which is what made me think that if this were the last uh you know, the final fight or whatever for this chapter or this arc today in this chapter 64 wouldn't be that much of a shock if it was like that sudden jettison out of the, of the story. Um, I, I didn't, I definitely didn't expect them to prolong it, which I guess is, you know, poor form on me. I have been a Dragon Ball fan since I was five. These dudes are in the business of continually prolonging things, but, uh, I don't know I, I i would be cool to see if um if goku's body fails with ultra instinct and his body just gives out but i feel like moro's ass has been so thoroughly whipped already that unless he straight up eats the fucking earth there's no way for him to come back Great. Reese, you have any predictions or, or thoughts on the, the chapter for next month, or what you might think happen, what you think may happen, or what you would like to see happen?
1: What I think is going to happen is a little bit of what Leonard was saying. Goku's going to run out of Ultra Instinct, and I think Vegeta's going to jump in, and he's going to get killed. And what when- you say, Vegeta's going to get killed. Yep, because oh. they've been they've been like talking about his character for so long, and about his death, and about like how he's going to go to hell and all that shit. They've been really leaning on it. Oh, so, oh
0: Reese, what are you Vegeta, doing? Yeah.
1: he's he's redeemed himself to keep his body in the afterlife, and Goku will just lose his shit, and then all hell will break loose.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Because what was that? A couple of chapters ago where he said, I already know I'm going to hell.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good callback. So, That's good. That was pretty recent.
1: So they're, le- so they're already like leaning on Vegeta's past. They're talking about a lot. and are maxing out his power as much as they can. So I think Vegeta's going to go again. Goku will either lose his shit or someone will come in and save the day and... Maybe, just to really throw it right out there, we might get Broly back in it. Yeah. I reckon I think that's that a... Morrow's power... Well, if he can eat the energy of the Earth, why couldn't he eat the energy of Goku?
0: Yeah. You know no, I mean? That's a good thought process. There's no reason he's still, to think he, he couldn't...
1: Because he's, he's still got magic as well on top of all of this. So yes, he's taken away the absorption powers, but he's still got his magic up his sleeve.
0: Whew. Those are two very good and intrigue. I think I, I, they kind of go hand in hand with one another. You know, the idea that Goku's body gives out with all their instinct and that yeah. Vegeta has to step in. The idea of Vegeta dying and him being the catalyst. Because we all know that Goku's somehow going to be the guy to pull this one out and be the victor. As he always is, yeah. as he always has been. But wouldn't it be cool to see Vegeta get the? Uh, wouldn't it be cool to see Vegeta be the one who gets sacrificed or dies uh, in the midst of of Goku's final push and have that be the catalyst to get him over the edge? That's a pretty good slash bold prediction, especially with that callback to him being, you know, I'm a villain, I'm going to hell, bitch, I don't even care what.
1: But I also think he doesn't really care because he knows that Weiss can just wave his little magic wand to bring him back to life. So he's got uh. no consequences anymore. They don't have any consequences knowing that if they die, they get brought back to life because of Reese.
0: Bro, you just made your own prediction so much less cool with your own reasoning and logic. Yeah, have you been listening to Dragon Ball podcasts for some time?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. But, <laughs> I mean, they could go down that route as well. Just go, oh, yeah, you know, we can just bring him back and just wave the magic wand, Yep, yeah, all good. Or they could wait a while. Have Vegeta train in other worlds, maybe with Whis or something like that, get special permission. Maybe even go to King Kai's planet. And then he might make an appearance in, I don't know, another season or the next movie or something like that.
0: I wish they would.
1: um, Like he did against Janimba.
0: Yeah, Fusion Reborn. What a fucking banger of a flick. Um, At least visually, anyway. Visually, that movie is fucking phenomenal. Um, Interesting um goku's body gives out maybe maybe vegeta you know does sacrifice play to send goku over the edge i personally think that they could wrap it up next chapter and that could be it and we have to deal with the higher order of the gods who are pissed off that these mortal pieces of garbage down here on the planet earth are tapping into a perfected ultra instinct a form slash transformation slash whatever the hell you want to call it. I don't care how often you try to explain it on YouTube, you guys. Um, who's been messing with the powers of these gods? And but maybe
1: wouldn't it come down to the Grand Priest getting shitty at Weiss though? Because Weiss was the one that told them about this form or transformation. Well, well I don't think
0: I don't think the Grand Priest will be necessarily shitty about that. I think now that one of the angels has you know dissipated into nothing, there that might be reason enough for him to be like, "Hey, by the way, what the hell's going on? <laughs> one of my kids just disappeared. He was in training to be an angel of a universe for something, and now he ceases to be. Um, that's I feel like that's kind of noteworthy, you know." Uh, maybe that could be enough to get him to check in. A lot of people thought that he'd be the the evil guy at the end of the tournament of power. Um, you know, forget what they were calling him, Grande Padre. Um, I think. But
1: but if they do that with him getting shitty at the end, wouldn't it just be like another, just like a different version of this muscle arc? Just another god getting shitty at Earthlings.
0: But it's a god of. It's not a god anymore. It's an angel that's a good point too the themes would be kind of recycled
1: but well they've recycled the same theme with goku as well i'm gonna fight as an earthling i want to fight as an earthling every time he gets into a big fight where there's gonna be someone who could possibly die that's always the thing he says at the end i don't want to fight as anything else but an Earthling.
0: yeah i mean that's kind of a callback to just like how he got started in the series of you know being a, a saiyan from earth like, Saw can kind of get that, but I feel like it would be a little bit too much of a rehash to be like, you know, you're abusing the power of the gods or whatever. Because that's, like, in terms of the morals or whatever, or, or the reasons or the impetus for the character to have an issue with it, it's already been done. Unless they do more of, like, a like a Thanos kind of thing where it's like it's all about balance and good and bad and there's a reason that the angels have to be impartial to what the mortals do and the fact that you mortals have swayed an angel you know to have this massive thing that should have otherwise ended your earth and your universe or whatever since you swayed an angel to help bail you out of that you know i have to help balance the scales like i could see something like that although i could also see them just never talking about any of that ever again, just as easily. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, but then we get in the shit for doing that with um, freezer and revival of F.
0: Might, and I imagine if the Grand Priest were to show up, he would be like, "Hey, what's up? Here's a list of the things that you guys have fucked up on over the last three <laughs> years." You know, uh, Leonard, how do you feel, dude? Uh, do you think Do you think that uh, the Grand Priest could come down and maybe you know slap some people on the wrists or maybe kick some people in the teeth? Uh,
2: I could possibly see someone gain the race from the whole universe,
0: like booped out Xeno style. Yep, and I could see it being Beerus. Oh, uh...
2: and the reason why I say that is because not only, because again, a call, another callback how we used to talk to both Goku and Vegeta about, oh, you guys could possibly be gods of destruction. Not saying, of course, that Goku and Vegeta would, because uh, A, we don't necessarily know, and B, we don't necessarily know if it's tied in with GT as of yet. Um, they've mentioned some things from Broly Movie and other things in the past, but I digress. Um, mm. But I could see that Zeno or the Grand Priest comes down, I'd say more Pride Grand Priest than Zeno, um, coming to universe seven seeing beerus and we explains all his wrongdoings and how beerus has to take blame for it
0: yeah maybe that could be another way to kickstart the uh you know the conversation of who's going to be the next guy to take over for beerus is beerus gets blamed for all of the nonsense going on in universe seven
2: because i do remember as well in uh the manga itself, and I think even the anime, too. Um, they did state that how, like, Universe 7 has always caused trouble for all the other universes. And it's maybe, if not specifically the universe itself, Beerus. Because Beerus is, like, the bad boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Universe 7, I guess, collectively, is just full of a bunch of bungholes when you consider... Uh, Beerus is the G.O.D., and when he goes to take a nap for 30 years, he puts Frieza in charge, and then Majin Buu comes out after Frieza gets destroyed by some other dickhead monkey boy who got sent to Earth and accidentally got trained in all the best martial arts. Like Universe 7's a mad troublesome place. (laughs) Um, So I think that's going to do it for our Chapter 64 uh, discussion this month um anxiously awaiting what's going to uh happen in 65 I think it might be the end but it could be the uh beginning of some new things I think Leonard and Reese both had some very um interesting and and I think well thought out um you know potential predictions for how this thing could wrap up or lead into the next thing um this was part of our um let me try that again this episode was done as part of our patreon subscriptions for our people on the five dollar a month plan they've got the option to come sit in hang out chime in on what their thoughts are for these episodes uh so thank you to reese for joining us again all the way from his work site on australia on australia from his work straight From his work site in Australia on a Monday morning, Uh, you are the real MVP. Um, And Leonard, out there on the West Coast, living under an orange sky, enveloped in a black plume of black clouds. I use the word black too many times, considering that Leonard is a black guy. So, Leonard. forgot um, one more thing. What's that? Goku Black. Oh. <laughs> you gotta get the trifecta dude yeah good call uh black clouds plume black goku black black guy shit four damn it i can't do this anymore man math is not my thing uh, if you want to hear an uncut version of this episode make sure you go to patreon.com slash Ball super dope uh for like upwards of 25 minutes of pre-show nonsense with these two guys uh trying to get the show figured out and me just fucking being a crazy person generally speaking um, make sure you rate and subscribe apple podcast hit your spotify all the places where the podcasts live reviews on apple Podcasts, if you haven't done one yet i mean i you know this is me putting my hand on my desk audibly and it's meant to voice or vent or portray frustration with you you know i hope that uh got across i'm fucking frustrated that we haven't gotten a review on apple podcast from you so we'll do it because it helps other people find the show um alright i'm gonna do it uh we appreciate you guys checking us out at db super dope on instagram at db super dope one on twitter reese you have anything to chime in with before we uh sign out here
1: no bro. thanks for having me on again
0: Absolutely, man. Thank you for continuing to support us on Patreon. Um, dudes like you keep the show going because if I had to pay 20 bucks a month for a hosting fee, I would say, man, i probably buy two packs of cigarettes with that. Uh, Leonard, what you got, dude? Uh, check out
2: MPC because we're That's actually right. back on our stuff again and
0: back got a really
2: good conversation. And uh, I actually had a little bit of an advert on there. And uh, I really appreciate if you guys could listen, join in, and uh, enjoy a little bit of what I said. And, yeah. A little advert? What do you mean? Uh, well, to anyone who wants to know, oh. check us out on NPC Pod at Apple Podcasts. Also, check us out on Spotify. We haven't uploaded in a while. But I'll tell you what, we may get it back soon.
0: Yeah, again, if you need help getting the Spotify thing back, let me know. I I walk people through that process all of the time. But that's right. In case you weren't aware, I did Snipe Leonard from the NPC pod and borrow him once a month for these mega chapters. So shout out to the NPC pod. Uh, Katie, Paul are the ones that I know. I think you guys might have a fourth person. Am I lying? Uh,
2: we have two other people, Kent and Dan.
0: Christ, if I had to edit five people every week... I would have killed myself. That's just not as a straight-up fact. Um, So go check out the NPC pod, and I'm curious to see what that advert was. Uh, So maybe I'll have to go check it out now. Um, Word. Go check out Leonard. You guys mainly just talk video games all the time, right?
2: Yeah, we talk video games. We also talk about uh, things with how the community is with video games and with video game companies. And we even talk about things that are just not PC. And not the, PC uh, video game politically correct for some people who don't know that term. Uh, but we also do talk about uh, things like, for example, uh, we talked about one of the Ubisoft leaders and sexual harassment.
0: Did he not do it good enough or what was your thoughts on that? Uh <laughs> I just really what you said. Uh, no,
2: we actually just talk about, well, basically, I won't try to give too much detail, but just give you guys a little teaser. Um, if you are a head owner of a place and you treat someone poorly and you don't excuse yourself from the position or even... Uh, Or even, like, if you just don't excuse yourself from the position, you have no right to be in any part of the society that we live in.
0: Yeah, if you can't acknowledge your own wrongdoings, do me a favor and just go jump the fucking bridge because you are literally everything that is wrong with us. The people who double down and decide that their ignorance is the solution to them and maybe admitting that maybe they were wrong, those are the people who are going to have guns uh, after November 3rd. All right, so that's going to do it for Super Dope. Uh, we love you all. Make sure you rate, subscribe all the places where the podcast live, unless you're a right-wing weirdo, because I don't care about you. Nazi folks to go and fuck your face. All right, I hit stop. Thanks for letting me rant about Nazis in the last 10 seconds. I bet you didn't see that coming.
2: I did. I expect every time.
0: yeah exactly you do expect it every time because you know me (laughs) (laughs) thanks for hanging with us patrons we love you guys